So the snippet is sponsored in memory of Aldo Bas Yehuda Tzvi, who's Neshama Shalav and Aliyah. We are concluding our explanation, our journey through Yehich Vod, this wonderful paragraph where Ashkenazim Svardim, no matter your heritage or background, where we all converge and unite in Psuke de Zimra, we begin in different places, but we connect and unite with Yehich Vod. What better place, as Rav Meir Shapiro pointed out, than Yehich Vod, that we are dedicated to a mission of bringing the glory of Hashem, of bringing others to see Hashem through nature, through history, and when the world will see Hashem's providence, will see His guiding hand, that's what Yehichvod predicts, will be able to merit the era of redemption, the eschatological era that we all so desperately long for. Atzas Hashem, so last night, maybe you got stuck in Yehichvod today, because we offered six explanations about Rabbas Machshavas Belavish. Hopefully it took you a long time to say Yehichvod today. Six different interpretations. So uh, we continue. Atzas Hashem liolam ta'amod, machshavos libo l'dor vador. The atzas Hashem, God's advice, God's plan, liolam ta'amod. It always endures. Machshavos libo, the thoughts of his heart are l'dor vador. They stand forever. What does it mean? The thoughts of his heart. Kadosh Baruch has a heart. Obviously, it's an anthropomorphism. We're describing God, attributing to God human qualities, even human anatomy. But what is the difference between Atzas Hashem, the beginning of the Pasuk, and the Machshavos, the thoughts of his heart, at the end of the Pasuk? The Pasuk means the following, a very powerful and very important message and a great reminder, as we say, and we begin our day, that the Eitz of Hashem, Hashem's view, Hashem's advice for us, right? Last night we talked about that Machshava is our, are our thoughts for ourselves. Eitzos, Eitzah is the advice we give others. So Hashem's view of our life, what's best for us, what's in our interest, what we should have, what we should happen. Hashem's intention for our life supersedes our own. We're finite and we're limited. Wouldn't we want to follow, wouldn't we want to subscribe to the view of the infinite, of the unlimited, in terms of what's in our best interest, what's right and best for us? So atzas Hashem liolam tamod. No matter what we try, no matter what we do, we're going to try to overcome Hashem's intent. We think we're going to sneak around Him. We think we're going to get underneath Him. We think we're going to persuade or convince Him. Never going to happen. Atzas Hashem, what Hashem thinks is right, liolam ta'amod. That's what lasts. That's what endures. That's what happens. We take our initiative. We exert our best effort. We try to repair and mold the world according to what we think is right. And at the end, we have to submit and we have to concede because atzas Hashem, in the end of the day, it's Hashem's view of the world, which is the olam ta'amod. Machshavos libo, the machshavos libo, the mafoshim say, are the intermediaries. Machshavos libo means what Hashem uses as his tools, his agents, his instruments to impact the world. The machshavos libo are all the things that exist in this world. The door of door, they endure. What a Kurdish Baruch Hu wants ultimately is what happens. And why is that? Ki because Hashem is the omnipotent one. He's all-powerful. He's the source of everything that exists. He's all-controlling. All he had to do is speak, and it came to be. As we've mentioned before, for many centuries, millennia, we didn't understand what that meant. Someone could speak and it creates something. But we live in a time, we are a generation, if any, that can appreciate and understand. Even from our limited standpoint, the notion of speech recognition. We talk and the car gets you to the destination today. We speak in the refrigerator, the oven, the computer, the lights, the air conditioning, speech recognition. So we are nothing. He spoke, 
Vahaya Olam. It wasn't just speech recognition. The whole world, ex nihilo, something from nothing, yesh me'ayin, was created. Similarly here, ki amar, he speaks vayehi. He creates, he doesn't have to work hard, he doesn't break a sweat, he doesn't have to use his hands. Ki amar, he speaks vayehi, and it comes to be, hutziva, he commands, and we say, how high? He says, jump, vayamod, and we say, how high? The difference is, the first half of the Pasuk is the koach abriya. God's capacity to create. Second half of the Pasuk is Koach HaKiyum, that Kodesh Baruch Hu sustains and maintains the world as He sees fit. Ki Hashem b'tzion Tzion in this Pasuk means Yerushalayim. Tzion can mean all kinds of things. Sunday, Emir Tashem will be in Yerushalayim celebrating the building of the Beis HaMikdash, but if not, and we're saying Kinos, we'll say many from Rav Yudah Levi, the author of Tzion, Halotishali. Tzion means Yerushalayim, Tzion means Beis HaMikdash, and Kodesh Baruch Hu describes here, Ki He chose Tzion. We're not told Yerushalayim explicitly in the Torah. It's always described as the place God will show you, as the place God has chosen. So, Kivachar Hashem B'Tzion, God chose to dwell there. Ival Moshev Lo. It's His special place. He wants to dwell there permanently because Hashem Hashras Hashchina, Providence, God, living intensely in that place, it becomes the spiritual capital from which light emanates to the whole world. Ki Yaakov Bachar Lo Ya Yisrael Iskulaso. God chose Yaakov, Yisrael is So what's the difference between Yaakov and Yisrael? Yaakov Bacharlo, he chose Yaakov, but really Yisrael is Laskulaso. So we know that Yaakov and Yisrael are the same person. Yisrael is a name, Yaakov's name was changed to Yisrael. Unlike his father and grandfather, you're not allowed to, the Gemara explicitly tells us we're prohibited to use their former name. Yaakov, we use both of his names almost interchangeably, Yaakov and Yisrael, when do we use each? Yaakov represents the human being, the finite soul. Yaakov is the individual. Yisrael is the actualization of who Yaakov is meant to be. Yisrael is Yaakov as a light onto the nations. Yisrael is Yaakov realizing his potential, the father of the Jewish people, who are a microcosm and model for the world. And that's what the end of the Pasuk tells us. So even when we're only acting like a Yaakov, God has chosen us. Even at our lower level, we have been tagged, we've been identified as Hashem with having a mission. But to be a skula, what's a skula? Skula is not wearing a red bendel. That's not a skula. Skula is not making a donation to the right Mikubal, the right Kablan, the right uh, Kabbalist. That's not a skula. What it means to be a skula is what the Pasuk tells us. We are supposed to rise above the other nations of the world. We should be a model, honesty, integrity, kindness, goodness, caring about others, spirituality relating to time and food and morality and ethics. We are a school of Mikola Amim. We should be distinguished. People should see us and say, wow, that's clearly how God meant to live in this world. It's how the world is meant to be. That's our mission, that's our mandate, that's our obligation. When do we achieve it? Not when we're just the Yaakov. But Yisrael l'skulaso. He tagged us, he identified us to be more than just our human physical being, but to reach higher, to achieve more, to reach further, to be Yisrael, and then we fulfill our mission as skulaso.